Colleen Shaddix, and this is The Workup, a series of podcasts about health issues that concern you. Here at CHIT, we want to give some extra support to our listeners who may be experiencing more stress during the pandemic. So I'm joined by Dr. Megan V. Smith, Associate Professor in the Departments of Psychiatry and the Yale Child Studies Center at the Yale School of Medicine. Megan is going to talk with us today about the extra stress that parents may feel when they are both full-time childcare providers, providing distance education for their children, and also trying to carry on their jobs at the same time. Thanks very much for being with us, Megan. Nice to be with you, Colleen. Thank you. So parents are really doing three things at once in many cases, those of us who are still trying to do our jobs from our homes. How do people manage to juggle all that responsibility at the same time? Parents are wearing so many hats right now, multiple stressors. And I think, you know, it's important to know that it's it's normal to be frustrated. It's normal to be stressed out. And, you know, stress is often born out of a sense of obligation and then an anxiety when things are out of balance. So certainly at this time, things are out of balance and we're feeling multiple obligations. I think one piece of advice that we hear a lot right now is to think about having routines and having set schedules for yourself and and for your family. But a piece I'd like to add specifically for parents around that is, you know, I think you hear over and over again, I have to homeschool my kids for eight hours. I have to do eight loads of laundry. You know, I have to work 10 hours. But I think, you know, unpacking what's in that, that idea of I have to and really thinking about, you know, what do you want to do? So, you know, you may feel like you have to homeschool your child for eight hours, but really what underlies that is your value that you have for your child to be intellectually curious, or you don't want your child to slide back on the academic gains they may have made this year. So not only setting a schedule, but really thinking about, you know, what, what are values that you want to embed in your schedule? And that's just a way of being kind to yourself. It's a way of not beating yourself up if you can't sit with your child for three hours and look at their online schooling. But, you know, can you, when you're done your work, go outside in the yard and spend, you know, 15 minutes looking for geodes or record, you know, bird bird sounds and bird calls. So I think there, you know, in general, it's setting that schedule that embeds your values and your wants, but also really being kind to yourself, providing that mental nourishment for yourself, such that you're setting realistic expectations in that schedule. You know, everybody's relationship with their boss is different. Some people have more freedom to say this than others. But would it be a good thing for parents to just say to their employers, hey, I can't quite do as much right now. This isn't a normal situation. I have extra responsibilities. I can't do a Zoom call when I have a three-year-old and a six-year-old running around the house. Going back to setting realistic expectations, I think it's an excellent idea to have a proactive discussion with your employer and setting setting the limits, setting the boundaries and being realistic about what you can and can't accomplish and that you may still be able to accomplish similar things, but you know, at different times of the day, for example. But I think being proactive in that discussion is a really wonderful place to begin the discussion for sure with an employer. So under normal circumstances, asking a person to do three things at once is stressful for them. We're asking people to do it during a pandemic where they've got health concerns, they've got economic concerns. So what's that like? 
Well, you know, I think what we're all experiencing is really this collective form of grief. You know, we're grieving the loss of our routines as parents, as employees, as friends, as community members. And that grief is, you know, something that that makes us clearly stressed and anxious. And so I think, you know, really naming that and naming that we're feeling this grief as an important as in our role as parents and wearing these multiple hats, identifying fear, but also, you know, being fearless and really sometimes being fearless brings about stamina and courage. And so really acknowledging how difficult this is, but we have to get up the next day and put put one foot forward. But I think a couple of things, you know, with that are are important you know, the idea that there's really no right answer here is important. So I heard someone say recently, you know, that the only medical advice that they're not going to follow is the American Academy of Pediatrics guidelines on screen time. You know, parents are beating themselves up over how often their their children are, you know, might be on devices, but it's just really essential to practice self-care at this time too, and make sure that as much together time as you're getting with your family, you're also getting 20 to 30 minutes of time alone for yourself as well. I imagine it's much better for me to let my kid watch too many cartoons than to be frustrated and angry with him all the time because he's getting in the way of my meeting some other demand that's being placed upon me. Exactly. Your anxiety that you're feeling about the the whole situation is going to come out, is going to be amplified too in your response to the too many cartoons. So I think it's just, it's really good to um, pick your battles in that situation, but also again, really set realistic expectations of yourself. All right. Those were all real helpful tips. Thank you. Thank you, Colleen. I'm Colleen Shaddix, and this has been The Workup, a production of the Connecticut Health Investigative Team. You can find more information at our website, c-hit.org.